0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk Podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rutkin from Newstalk ZB. All the highs and lows talking the big issues of the week. The panel on the Sunday Session.
1: 24 past 11. Yeah, this is the panel, and it's a very warm welcome to Lorna Riley, who's a Coast Day host. G'day, Lorna. Oh, sorry. There we are. G'day, Lorna. Kia ora, Roman. Feel good. Uh, sorry. That's um. <laughs> sorry. It's advertising Works and Damien Venuto. And Damien is a senior PR consultant at OnePlus1 Communications. Morning to you, Damien. Hey Roman, how's it going? Yeah, really good. Let's rip straight into it. Lorna, first with you, what do you make of this ABC presenter over in Australia who was sacked for making a social media comment about what's happening in Gaza? Did you read the story?
2: I did, yeah. First of all, I thought it was a little odd that the ABC had hired her in the first place, given that she has an activism background. They knew she was outspoken in her views on the conflict. Uh, And also odd that the post she shared, I didn't think it was particularly controversial, it was from a recognised human rights organisation and then of course we've got a WhatsApp conversation uh, between some members of Lawyers for Israel it does appear that undue pressure was put on the ABC to uh, uh, get rid of uh, Ms Latouf um, the ABC says it, it has to be impartial it has strict social media requirements we get that, we've all worked for Me. we know that that's the same thing they say they ban posts which damage its reputation but I think in acting the way they have, they've question their own impartiality and their reputation, no matter which side of the fence you're on. Uh,
1: Absolutely. She wasn't working on music radio. She's on a news station where they want you to have an opinion, Mm. you would think, because editorial gives you that license. How about you, Damien? What did you make of that?
0: I I think the interesting thing about this is that it's all going to turn on that clause in the contract, right? Because she says that she was told that she couldn't uh, post on social media. Um, unless the content was factual, ABC is saying that she was told that she had to curtail her social media use entirely. So I think the whole case will turn on who's who's in the right there because she's posted something from a reputable organisation. So from, from that perspective, it seems like it was fair game. She could post that on social media. For ABC to then say that, no, 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 that's going too far, uh, it, probably it, it's, a bit, it's a dangerous game to play this because the idea that journalists are always objective it's been blown to pieces by social media we see journalists posting things all the time that lean one way or the other so Mm -hmm. i think that playing with this game the the broadcasters in particular are objective i I don't think i don't think we can play that game anymore it's like asking rob campbell to be a public servant and then not have any views on anything and we saw what happened in that case there too so it's not only journalists it's public servants too it's This idea that objectivity still exists, I don't think it's fair anymore. I think people are allowed to have their views. As long as they're doing a good job, they should be allowed to express their views.
1: Yeah, Lorna, it seems to me a very extreme move, and it's really exposed the ABC because, as we've said, she's paid to have an opinion, she's paid to be a newscaster, and she has Lebanese heritage. Does this really point to the fact that Australia is so closely entwined with the US that they, they, they feel the need to make their masters happy?
2: Uh, well, perhaps. I mean, I, I do think um, that lawyers for Israel WhatsApp group. They they pointed out that the underlying uh, impression that ABC could be leaving itself open to uh, legal action, I think that is key here as well. Um, I don't buy for a minute that the ABC told her that she could have no social media presence, because why would you hire a presenter and then tell them you, you don't want this to be anywhere on social media, that just seems,
1: yeah. All right.
2: Completely wrong to
1: me. Yeah, well, we all know that Benyam and Netanyahu is ignoring the world and carrying on with his genocide. So I'd expect more people to have more firm opinions on this as time goes on, and surely the world needs to be outraged about that, as they should be about rats in supermarkets <laughs> in Dunedin. You would have seen this story. Jeez, uh, what do you make of this, Damien? There were rats in the countdown in Dunedin. Would you shop there? Would you shop
0: there? I'd be hesitant. I especially sh- rats in the bacon aisle. That that that's a step too far for me. It it, it terrors me a little bit. And the fact that this rat was basically posing in the mirror and having a really good time, it, and why, why was nobody doing anything about this damn rat? I just I just want to know what the hell it's doing in the bacon aisle and why is this like showing off in front of the mirrors and everything uh, it kind of feels like we're turning a bit into it almost feels a bit like new york where the rats have personalities trend on social media and people end up rooting for them
1: yeah very <laughs> strange very strange look you know what? i never think to go looking out the back behind the alleyways of a supermarket i presume they're keeping things nice and clean don't you lorna
2: well, yeah, you do hope so, don't you? I did find it hilarious, actually, that photo that went viral of it. supposedly the two rats and Woolworths going, no, 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 it's just one posing in a mirror. Um, <laughs> like, that makes it better. Um, but just like the ABC, you know, reputation is everything, and they have damaged their reputation here. Close the damn store for a few days and fumigate properly like the staff have been asking for. That way, everybody knows it's clear. Uh, you can't keep sort of half-heartedly you know, sending in rat catches every now and again and
1: expect people to have confidence in your product i don't think is that what you do do you fumigate for rats i don't know what you do
2: oh i don't know probably not fumigate that's the wrong word um bring in some rats, fox terriers or something
1: yeah like a yeah 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 fleet get some of... good
2: ratting cats then
1: oh it just makes me feel uh, when i think about rodents <laughs> crawling all over my baguette anyway uh, let's let's go to the u.s because taylor swift we all know that she's basically a superpower in herself and she's really speaking out about the scourge of pornographic deep fake images in terms of AI. Is this something that worries you? Because you're a PR consultant, Damien. What are you telling people with a public profile?
0: Well, before I became a PR consultant, I actually wrote about this issue a lot. And um, it comes down to people People now have the power to create whatever they want through the, these AI services, right? And it comes down to the sharing. The, the, the rules and regulations are on sharing these images. You're not actually allowed to share these images according to the rules of Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all the social media channels, but people are still doing it and they're finding more nefarious, um, tools that don't have any rules when it comes to sharing. So the problem is that it's, go- it's going to happen and the question is whether we create legislation to stop people from sharing. Are we going to have punishments when people do share that kind of content. And I don't have high hopes. The reason I don't have high hopes is because the only time I've ever seen big corporates step in and do something is when they've been threatened with copyright. Copyright law is the single, single area where you saw Google, Facebook, everyone freak out because when the big, big movie studios came came after them on the basis of copyright, you immediately saw everything change. So. These companies have the money, the wherewithal to control the sharing of this content until their bottom line's I don't know if they will. Fortunately, Taylor Swift does have this background of uh, going after things that she believes in. So, if anyone can do it, it's Taylor Swift.
1: Oh, she certainly has a, a very powerful presence in all sorts of different um, <laughs> personas, I guess, in different um, walks of life. But this whole thing with AI, Lorna, this whole this whole sexualizing people without their consent. Look, I'm very concerned about that. I'd hate to see myself sexualised without my consent. What about you? Well, yeah,
2: uh, to quote you before, I don't want to see rats all over your baguette uh, <laughs> online. <laughs> um, yeah, Interesting to note, actually, just a little sidebar, that, that this isn't necessarily Taylor Swift who has brought this to your attention. It's her legion of fans, and I mean legion. They are an army. Uh, one post on X, formerly known as Twitter got 45 million views, one of these fake um, AI uh, porn pictures of Taylor. Uh, it was her fans that managed to get it taken down by swamping it with wholesome content. We need social media platforms and their owners, the billionaires, uh, the, the uh, Mark Zuckerbergs and the Elon Musks, they have to be held account for the content that they allow to be published on their sites. And um, if Taylor Swift and her legion of fans can help this to happen, um, then I'm all for it.
1: Damien and Lorna, just a quick yes or no from both you. Damien, have you mm-hmm. ever seen a photo of yourself anywhere that you haven't consented to being used in a public forum?
0: Yeah, we actually have some really strict rules when it comes to our daughter on social media. So I'm constantly asking people to remove any photographs of our daughter. We don't want her on social media until she could consent to having a social media presence. So that's actually a battle that we have all the time. And it's something as simple as that. And that's a consented photo versus an unconsented photo. And we feel a bit of a responsibility as parents not to allow any photographs of our child on social media until she feels comfortable to express herself. So we've taken quite a hard line with that. I know it's it's a it's a weird modern parent thing, but no. it's something that's important to us. Yeah,
1: that's a very long mm. yes or no. Mm. Lorna, have you ever seen a photo of yourself riding naked through a field of wheat into a sunset?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing quite so exciting, but I did have a photo that was taken off my personal Facebook account, not my work Facebook, my personal Facebook account that was published in a, <clears throat> a national newspaper. Um, um, perhaps they thought that we all worked for the same company and it was fair game. But I thought. A, uh, a request to use a personal photo uh, might have been
1: better. Okay, alright just, and just quickly on this one because this is just light and tasty, some guy in the US has become outraged speaking about whether <laughs> who should pay for dinner on a date the answer is who cares but if you're going on a date uh, <laughs> Damien who do you think should be paying for that meal? <laughs>
0: Uh well I actually had this debate with my wife uh, yesterday cuz she was like what are you doing for what what are you doing for me for Valentine's Day? My response was what are you doing for me for Valentine's Day? That was not the right response. No. I completely <laughs> I regret that. I'm currently scouring the internet looking for something incredibly romantic to do. So <laughs> whether you're dating or planning a Valentine's Day um event for your wife Tread cautiously, that's oh, all I'm going to say. Just tread yeah. cautiously. Good cautiously. advice. And Lorna,
1: should it, be, should it be like going Dutch? Can you say that these days, splitting the bill?
2: I, well, I, I prefer that, to be honest. Um, you know, if I want quality, I need to, to show that. And I also don't want to feel beholden to somebody uh, because they've bought me dinner. Yes. Um, having said that, uh, if a man insists on paying on a first date, because I've been through this whole dating thing in the last year, um, then I will graciously accept but on the proviso that I pay next time. Pretty
1: yeah, quick. look, thank you guys. You both make very good points. Danny and uh, Venuto there and Lorna Riley here on the panel. Tremendous advice for everyone. Sink your teeth into that.
0: For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.
2: If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy.